amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hill and I'm back uh, after a being away. I've been away for a few weeks. It feels like it. I, I'm confused now. Psychic Josh is literally between at my us, side. We've between missed, us, yeah. we've not done one together in the last four. Which is the longest run. I checked this. Is it? It's the longest we've never done one together wow. in the last three and a bit years. Extraordinary. There is a database. I know you think this is a joke. There is a database of every guest that's been on since I started doing this pod beginning of 2013. When you say 14. there is a database, you keep the database. Yeah, I've that's got it. Brilliant. It means basically I don't. Invite the same people through oh it after Oh my god, that's incredible. Glasses. Yeah, I'll send it to you, boy. I didn't know there was that rule. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know when we established that rule, but still. Alan Alger is here, the legend, um, who was at the Inside Soap Awards the other night. I mean, I don't know why I'm laughing, but it feels like, you know, you work in betting and you're a football yeah. expert and your knowledge of Arsenal and stats is amazing and you're always... But what were you doing at the Inside Soap Awards, may I ask? Well, we have, uh, at Betway, we have a bingo brand oh. that sponsor... Oh. The Inside Soap Awards, so I managed to blag myself a ticket there, and uh, Boyd, everyone knows you. Sorry. Everyone knows you, yeah. 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 Just, your name In that world. flying How around they know constantly. You know <laughs> oh, so I was talking about coming on this podcast oh. tomorrow night, and then uh, a guy had said I'd, that he worked at Heat, and he worked with you before. Who was that? Uh, Johnny, someone. Oh, yeah, Johnny, yeah, Johnny, yeah, yeah, Johnny, yeah. Johnny's good. And last um, week we had your mate on. Yeah, Mike Mulverhill, yeah. Mm, he's yeah. Great. Yeah, he's brilliant, nice yeah. Man. Yeah, he was very good, yeah. And it's weird that he hasn't been on before, considering, yeah, he's my mate and we worked together 30 years ago. Well, yeah. we'll have him And I noticed you tried to get, um, like, secret information out of him. Well, he would say he knew you 20 years ago and you used to go to the North Bank together and he, he looked like yeah. he was about to tell us some stories. He, see, this Johnny guy kept back. giving me a word that I needed to say to Boyd and oh. I can't remember what it is, but it, it obviously was a bit of a wind-up, so uh, yeah, right, I'm going to really? try and rack my brains by well, the that's end. That's interesting. Um, you know what, I'm going to introduce... <laughs> Josh is already, already intervening because I haven't introduced Bilal Zafar, our new guest, hey. newbie. Welcome. Oh, Welcome. If, uh, you know, you are a stand-up comedian. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. And you are also... You went to 
school in Wanstead. Yeah. Because well, I'm an Ilford boy, Ilford ah, County High School for cool. boys. You went to Wanstead High School. But I did a drama um, group at Wanstead. Right. Yes. Yes, at your school. I used to go every week. And then we went on a drama tour of, like, France, like, south of France, with wow. mainly Wanstead pupils. Yeah, drama pupils. How about that? How was that? Yeah, it was, rock- it was good. I, I mean, think I was- you were a couple of years apart, though. Yeah, maybe. A couple. Couple. Just yeah, a couple. I mean, <laughs> you, are, you do look like a young man. We should ma- say, Bilal got nominated for Best Newcomer at the Edinburgh Festival. That's, uh, yep, that's brilliant. Fantastic. Didn't win. Didn't win. Who won? Which oh, loser? Scott Gibson. Scott, okay. Scottish guy. Oh, yeah. 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 But apparently getting nominated is very big. Oh, yes. It's huge, yeah. Yeah. Did you go to the Edinburgh Festival? I did go to I always go TV to the Edinburgh Festival. Oh. TV, yeah. I always go to the ah. TV Festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I never have, I have, very rarely have time to attend the actual comedy stuff, the Fringe. I mean, so I'd go every now and then I, I do. If I'd known you were coming on the podcast and I'd known you, I would have gone to your show, obviously. You can see me in London, yeah. though. Excellent. Go on. I'm when? doing, I just got the Soho Theatre. I've got oh, them doing six dates in January. Fantastic. Uh, that's, yeah, that's a lot of tickets to sell, so. Okay. Bit, well, worried, we have got well, Alan literally dozens about. of listeners who yeah. will. <laughs> yeah, and Alan knows about ticketing problems and selling <laughs> tickets because he has to be at West Ham every other week for Betway, Ooh. which Indeed. wasn't full this Indeed. week, potentially. No, I don't think it was as full as the. As they, they said. They're doing what Arsenal doing, announcing how many tickets were sold. I guess so, yeah, but. They said that it was. They said that the, the empty tickets were in there for segregation, but they were dotted around a bit too much to be uh, a planned planned absences. So I, I don't know. I, I think look, they've, they've sold so many tickets. I just think people have maybe just picking and choosing games. Middlesbrough yeah. not the most inspiring opposition. How's club level been so far this year, boy? Well, funny you mention that, Josh. Um, yeah. I have a complaint about club level, which I mentioned mention on the last podcast <laughs> I did. I forgot. Go on. So they've got this, this you know, the club level, that you get free drinks at half time, right? Of, of, any, of all varieties. So wine, uh, red and white wine, beer. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Tea and coffee. Tea and coffee. Yeah. Mm. And soft drinks. Coke, blah, 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 blah. Now, the last, um, the game before the last, um, the Chelsea game was was fine. The game before last, every single time, no, the Chelsea, actually, that's not true, Chelsea wasn't fine. Every single time you go, there's never enough of these drinks, right? And people get furious, particularly with the alcoholic ones. So there's all these people desperate for their free beer. They disappear, everyone runs in. That's why people leave early. This is why. So people complain that club level people will leave, you know, before half time. They're desperate to get their free drink. They never put enough out. I'm, my guess is they put about half the number required, assuming everyone wants a drink of something. They even run out of tea and coffee, and then they go, and you go to the bar bit, and you say, can I have a tea? And they go, so there's three, and then, no, no, you've run out. And it get, people get really angry, and they start having a go at the poor staff, who are, of course, not employed by Austin, they're employed by Delaware, Delaware. the catering company. Delaware Has North. this changed, though? Were, were it's they not sufficiently... I don't know why. Enough drinks for some reason, years ago, and now that they've just started reducing oh, the amount. I've got a few questions. Yeah, go what, ahead. What is your drink of choice at half-time? Um, it wine? depends. If it's, if it's an evening game, it's, it's a white wine. Sometimes a red wine. It's a wine of some kind. If it's daytime, I mean, I really, really drink in the daytime, yeah. But I might have a cheeky little half a beer or something. Yeah. But uh, sometimes you just want a fucking tea and you can't even get that. Yeah. And, they, and it's so badly organised. for what organized. you pay. And for what I pay, exactly, a mm. ludicrous amount. The least get, and it, and, but the worst thing about it is I real, genuinely feel sorry for the Delaware employees who have people showing in their faces. The last time I went with Dan, that's what I was saying, which was before the Chelsea game, I went with Dan Baldwin, formerly of this podcast, and he had a tete-a-tete with an Arsenal staff member who couldn't intervene because they work for Arsenal, not Delaware, and it's up to Delaware to, do to put the yeah. fucking drinks out. The whole thing uh, is a is, mess. Is this happening at West Ham as well? I have no idea because I'm nicely tucked away in the Betway box where we well, yeah, waited on hand. Have you ever had a football? 
hand and foot. Bilal, where do you? Enough of my problems. These are all first world level. problems. Okay. Of, uh, where do you? Level. Where would you sit when you go? How uh, often do you get to go to the Arsenal? Well, That's more qu- important. Quite a bit. So right now I share a season ticket with my brother. He yeah. is in Block Eleven, lower yeah. tier. Okay. Uh, it's nice down there. There's no. I mean, I don't really go for drinks at half time. I just. No. I enjoy the half time show. Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of saw us walking around. Yeah, of course, yeah. Conducted um, by our friend. There's always an interview. Interview. Nigel yep. Mitchell. Yeah, Nigel yep. Mitchell. Who is, who is top class on that? I'm oh, he's not great. just saying it because we know him. But yeah, yeah, he's, he's very brilliant. good at that. He's very polished. He really is, yeah. He does, uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So you sit, you sit in your seat. That's good, yeah. Yeah, That's good. or he has his friends with everyone there. Someone usually right. is selling their ticket. I might get a season ticket. I might buy one off one of them soon. I've been kind of avoiding yeah. it. I had a bit of a, a, a thing last season. Comedy's been going really well for me. Yeah. And Arsenal weren't doing so well. I think yeah. it was when we lost to Swansea at home last oh, season. Yeah. Yeah, and I had a bit of a moment. I was, like, depressed for a week. Mm, yeah, And I enough. thought, do I really want this? So mm. I thought, I tried to distance myself from football, and I did it for a little bit, but it's it's pulled me right, right back, in. back in. Yeah. And it's But it's it's fun, isn't it? It's... I mean, well, yeah, it has been recently. This season. Yeah. We've, we're, what, we're now five wins on the... Five, yeah. five wins on the spin. Um, does this not coincide with either one of you two not, not being, being here on yeah. the pod? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh, okay, this amazing. is yeah, and now this there's an international break okay, as that's well. Fine. Badly tired. I hate international breaks anyway, <laughs> especially now. I mean, everything's happened since I was. Well, I was in New York when Thingy got sacked. When that idiot, moronic England manager, got Sam sacked. Allardyce. <laughs> Sam Allardyce, and now Arsene Wenger's in the frame. Apparently, we took, I mean, I talked about it a bit last week, but yeah. I want to talk more about that because um, I personally think you should get. It. Well, you should you know, it was actually we we sat here doing the podcast about se- you know seven seven thirty whatever it was right. last week. Yeah, and, it and broke. we didn't know what to do. And it oh, right, as right, soon right. as we were about five minutes from the end, it came up on the BBC News, yeah. but we thought. You know, there's no point to deal with it live. That happened so quickly that when I flew out to New York, I was only in New York for three days. I flew out two nights, three days. I flew out on New York, and the, and the story was in the Telegraph about him on the front page. And by the time I was there, he, got, he was sacked. And by the time I flew back, Gareth Southgate was in charge. A, in, a, in that sort of journalism world. Did you yes. think he, he should have gone? Um, yeah, um, but you know, I've always thought he was a bit of an idiot anyway, so I'm not, mm. I'm not his biggest fan. But did he do anything we suspected he might not well, have done? No, I mean it was it was touch and go, wasn't it? But I just think when you're that when you're that kind of moronically boastful and you're just kind of it just it was just dodgy, wasn't it? it was just the whole thing yeah. smelt. Have you ever been offered like someone's going to speak in the in you know, America <laughs> or Far East Boys? Uh, sadly, not. No, if I did, right. then I'd, I'd be just up. the Apple Store. On I mean, there'd Regent be nothing Street. dodgy about it. It'd be, it'd no. be professional. <laughs> he was literally giving them ideas of how to of, of dodge the rules, circumnavigate yeah. the rules. Can't right? get out of that, can you? Yeah, and well, that's bad. I mean, that's mm. bad. But I thought, you know, I think he, I think it was, it's good that he's gone. He'll get another job. Yeah, but anyway, we should, yeah, he will get another job. But we should talk about Arsenal more sure. importantly. Sure. Um, but we are in this weird situation, and you took talk a little bit about, of course, the Arsene Wenger um, twenty. You had your very touching tributes to Arsene Wenger's twentieth. Now I want to ask Alan, obviously, because Alan is one of the most vociferous anti-Wenger voices. Oh. <laughs> you, I know, but you are. He's gonna, he's gonna I've never, never, ever uttered. Well, yeah, but I've never ever uttered the words "finger out." Oh no, 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 of so. course. Yeah, we're much more nuanced than that. Yeah, 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 anyway, yeah. Me neither. I've, I'm, I've wrote an article in the Standard mm-hmm. saying I think you should probably go yeah. when he feels like it, effectively. So, but yeah, we're having the nuanced position of we are. I think you and I are both similar in that, in that we're quite, we're quite, we're critical of him. Because he has bit, d- done a lot of things that we consider to be misguided yeah. in recent years, and we feel he's, we've, he's underperformed. I, feel, I think you definitely feel he's underperformed as a manager definitely. for quite a long yeah. time. But you don't say Wenger out, not nor do I. No. But it, it, how do you feel in this in the twentieth anniversary celebratory period? 
Um, do you feel that the tributes have been kind of overly? Have you read many of them? Have you? What's your feeling about the whole? Because uh, like, there was a. I thought there was a. Um, here's what's in my mind. There was a brilliant piece by Nick Hornby that I retweeted. Yes, He's one of the great. Yes, you know. I mean, Fever Pitch is, is a masterpiece, mm. obviously, and he kind of almost, in a way, single-handedly made football kind of. I don't know, valid for a nice middle-class person like myself. So, I mean, I was going to school before he ever got mentioned it, but do you know what I mean? It, it was a thing. It, it was a thing associated with blokes and lads and violence, and he, I think, for a lot of people, helped make it acceptable in a way to yeah. be a football fan. But anyway, he wrote a brilliant thing, I thought, about Wenger, which, which one of the main messages was, which I thought was really interesting, it was no matter what happens, if he, you know, whether we win another league or not, it will be forgotten the declining, the second period, and that the first ten years was so brilliant and he changed so much Arsenal's fortune so superbly <laughs> that we'll, he will be always be remembered as a legend. What do you feel about that? I totally agree with what you just said, but okay. you know a lot of people would still actually do that now. They forget that the oh, period we're in. Actually, you know, yeah. it's not, we're not 10 years down the line when we're looking back on a 20-year mm. span and saying, look how good it was. There's people that actually do that now. Yeah, I know. And I, I read and watched as many of the tributes as I could and... See, as you said earlier, you know, from our position, we're not the people that are going to be shouting abusive names at him and things like that, and I don't think anyone should. But I think those people lose the element of respect that should still be there. And I think I do think he's a wonderful man. When yeah. you see him and you see him speak, I could listen to him, you know, time and time again. The little cameo bit with Henri that he did on Sky... Just you can just yeah, tell it, was, it, just, that was it just oozes yeah. this thing that you you won't be able to replace. You just won't be able to replace it. But the only thing I've ever judged him on and been critical of him on is, are the things that get over exaggerated by other people. And I still do think he's overrated. And uh, I work, uh, you know, I worked with uh, Josh on Sports Night TV, and he ex- he cut up a. a, a video of me saying this and it's still there on on <laughs> youtube is it do you, do you not remember doing that no oh, that sounds good is it still on youtube oh uh, yeah oh, well, if you type oh. in arsene wenger's overrated on youtube it's the start of <laughs> it's our little decline but i should point out that channel died quite quickly yeah yeah after, yeah, yeah. Uh, did it die shortly <laughs> after that video as well? it's probably it's probably no, the only one that's had many views but it's it's hard to separate that mm. your love for the man as he is but also then say well i'm going to judge you on what, what's actually happening at the moment. And, and I, I still think a lot of the tributes that I read were very lazy w- outside of the club. Yeah, yeah. So people yeah. saying, yeah, well, he's, he, you know, he's been fantastic for young players. Well, no, actually he's not, because I watch them. And, you know, little things like that. And so there, there seem to be a, a number of cliches that a lot of people from outside the club yeah. still say about Arsene Wenger that are not actually true. So it clouds everyone's judgment. And I suppose being someone that's a sort of stickler for people getting things right, I, I always pull them up. If I'm in a taxi with, uh, a, you know, a taxi driver and you do that thing where you just agree just for a short life and you yeah, have yeah, a 10-minute yeah, yeah, journey. Yeah. But say, who do you support, mate? Arsenal. Oh, you play some of the best foot around. Well, no, actually, at the moment we're not. And it, it, it takes them by surprise, but that's their stock thing to say about Arsenal. Yes. So there are lots yes. of stock things about yes. Arsene Wenger that people remember. And I think Nick Hornby's dead right. As time goes by, this this period will be forgotten. Yeah, but yeah. there has been a decline, and it'll be the, forgotten. There are excuses for the decline that people yeah. give, and there there are arguments that I would give back to that. And um, overall, it was great to see the tributes that came from people that do know him and mm. were within the club. the The other good one was his brother's article. 
yeah. in The Guardian. Yeah. Was it The Guardian? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That was fantastic as well. Yeah, fascinating. Did you think, <laughs> do you think, um, Bilal that, mm. I mean, you're a young guy, you, I think you and Josh, how, let me, I'm gonna ask how old you are now. 24. 24. So, and you're how old? Five years older. Right, and you, so you're only like nine, weren't you, when, um, so you're, you're four yeah, I was when Wenger, so yeah. you haven't, you, neither of you really have known no, no, I remember supporting Arsenal without, except for Wenger, have you? Not really. I remember, oh, my first game was 93, so, you know, I remember, I remember crying when Naeem scored that goal, yeah. remember, you know, yeah. so I had that season of where we just qualified for the UEFA Cup it would have been on Riox's last day when we won 2-1 at home to Bolton that was my first season I really remember wow. but you're right I don't Bruce remember Bruce Riox was your first season that's a punishing yeah, yeah. Bruce uh, Riox was the first season I remember yeah. going and being taken wow uh, so, so what do you think I mean as a, as, a, as a young you know a young Arsenal fan who's you know Wenger is yeah. something must be too hard. What's, what's your feeling I, about I love this? him yeah. I mean that was a really good answer <laughs> yeah, that was a really deep answer but um, I don't, it's weird because what would be the alternative if we didn't have him you know, if you went a few years ago, would we end up like how sort of Liverpool and Man U have mm. been, where we finish eighth or whatever? You know, I just, yeah, I just, I just always query that when when people say oh, what would have happened because we don't know. I mean, there is no, there's no real answer. I can't stand here and say that I'm and I that I would be right that we would have a sudden upturn under a different manager. A lot of people say that as you've said there, there'll be a decline at any club when someone that's been there for so long will go. Exactly what happened at Man U. But I don't think you could say with any degree of certainty either way. And it has to happen sooner or later. He's not going to go on forever. No. Yeah, I mean, this could be his last season. Can, yeah. Could it? Yeah, he hasn't signed. Absolutely, yeah. And this, yeah. Is, this is the, as you said last week in the podcast, this is the first year that he, we've entered a season where we don't know. He's not signed a contract. He's got a year to go, the end of the season. Is the, is the end of his contract and he yeah. hasn't and he's saying he'll kind of see what happens it's, it's an interesting and kind of weird situation I did the uh, the Betway podcast oh. there are other podcasts available with James Ollie uh, last oh, week yeah. uh, who's obviously been on this pod and James said that for the first time ever when he was asked about the England job he gave a very different answer from yeah. The I one he that. usually gives yes. about either contracts or other jobs that come up or leaving the club, and he said it was a it was a very considered answer that he's not heard before, and it made everyone sort of take right, take yeah. notice of what he'd actually said, and that made him think that he is actually genuinely considering it. But yeah, and I heard someone from the FA, I believe, on um, I, mean, I was in the days when I was coming back in the morning. I came back from New York, saying pretty much saying that they would that he was perfect for the job. Yeah, yeah. Would you like him? Because you've, you've called for him to go when he feels it's right. And yeah. Y- you would not be unhappy, Alan, if he did move on to Potter New. Is that how you want it to end? With his choice, having kept Arsenal <laughs> at least in the top four for this whole period. And he goes on to the England job and we can sort of, he'll still be near enough for us to follow. I think the reason I want him to go on to the England job is that everyone I've ever moaned to from other clubs that says to me that he's fantastic will get to experience the bit where yeah. they might say, oh, yeah, 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 you had no, on, your, your, your frustrations with Wenger have come down to presumably signings and... No. Um, oh, really? more than that. It's no. everything. Well, yeah, it's it's tactics, I mean, it's look, how long we got? <laughs> yeah, right. How long have we so got? Because your, your theory but is he'll be exposed. Do you think he'll be exposed? Have you got the English? I job? think he'll be totally exposed. That is why I argue with Jeff very often on the case that he says, wasn't it loyal of him not to go to Real Madrid? I'd have loved him to have gone to Real Madrid because you know what? He would have failed there even in a one-team <laughs> no, league. You can't be certain. That it well, no, I can't be. So in much the same way as I said, but that is what I think will happen and therefore it will end up Unraveling the myth. But, but I mean, selfishly, we want, you know, let's see what happens at Arsenal this season. We've started the season 
pretty well. We're happy with where we are at the moment. There is, it's not an impossibility. We could, you know, but it totally, win, win it, something this it year. It does relate to... Because to, you were trying to eke out from me my... Um, Problems with Wenger just then, mm. but something something that happened no, at the weekend. So I'm sa- well, I'm I'm standing there in the in the pub watching it with a couple of other Arsenal fans, and we got Lauren Koscielny throwing himself in front of the ball. So yeah. he did it against Chelsea, yeah. and he did it against uh, Burnley as well. Actually, you know that John Terry dive in front of the ball. You, you're not taking yeah, this the shot. Last minute block. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that's something that we've been crying out for the players to do for mm. years, and we've been crying out for Wenger to instil something in them that makes them want to go out and do that. So then all the praise comes in for them doing it, and. And say, well, they can do it, so you must have been wrong. So, well, no, but that's what we've actually been asking for them to do. Yes. So, you know, we've been we've been right for nine years about you not doing that. So now that they are, I think a degree of credit should come to us. <laughs> yeah, I, the I know what you mean. We wanted that to happen. Yeah. So, Jeff, I know just, what you mean. Yeah. You know. I feel that way about the, um, the, uh, the the striking situation. I really do. So, you know, the the. The hardcore Wengerites are like, you know, oh, look, isn't it brilliant that he's sorted this out and he's gone for Alexis up front and it's working well. It's now, it's worked officially for two games, I would say. Didn't work so well on Sunday against Burnley. It kind of, in the end, we got the win. It was brilliant and everything. But it really has just worked for two games. So I was literally in the whole, I mean, that, you know, the, those two games, including the European game. And it was been brilliant. And we played brilliant football, the best football we've played for a long time. But that's two really good performances, to put it in context. And really, to me, it's, it's an damning indictment of him for relying on Giroud, particularly, and building and playing that formation around a lumbering, tall, not particularly powerful centre-forward, of which there are many better versions, and not sticking with a more mobile pacey and not finding mobile pacey person up front until now and giving mm, Alexis the mm, chance. And it's a shocking indictment of the last five years of Giroud, isn't it, to me? It's what do you been think? a bit frustrating, hasn't it, that he hasn't just got a striker like yeah. who, Lacazette or whoever. I don't know how good he really is, but just a fast striker would have been, yeah. you know, like Man United's got take, Martial. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of fans were obviously just seemed very excited when Perez came in on the... Final day of the window, yeah. but but actually well, there, was a, there is a reality that we signed someone who's yet to be capped for Spain and is of an age where he has had a ten-year window where he could have been capped if he was possibly good enough. I, I think too much is being read into this. I think when that's not fair. Giroud has been suspended in the Champions League and has been out injured. Thanks. I still think Giroud has a lot of games to play where he will. Well, he that's will my be worry. The, yeah, the but choice why should up front. he? Why should he? When we play so much better football, well, you've just argued we weren't that great on Sunday, which is he would have been good probably coming on. I'd have, have started Giroud up front. This is my problem. I would have. This is my big problem though. This is my big fear. My problem with Wenger. One, like, so he's, he's persevered. I think he's he, he's got to persevere with this. And I don't. I'm not in that crowd that says, oh, some game. You know, Giroud's going to do is is, is going to be better fit. You've got you know you don't see Barcelona changing their th- front three, do you, to fit with whichever whoever team they're playing? I'm talking. What I'm saying is he's got to stick with this the pacey, fast people up front. Forget Giroud, unless you know. I'm not mind bringing him as a substitute if we're not winning, if we haven't scored or whatever. But you can't then suddenly turn around and go, oh yeah, we've got to revert to the Giroud model, which has, which has been, for me, one of the main reasons why we failed to move on, to step up to the highest level and actually win anything, win the league, because you have had him. And I just think he slows everything down. I think, you know, it's, it's a very predictable, very predictable when we play with him, and I just don't think it works. And even, it, it didn't work, you know, it didn't, it, we didn't play well against Burnley, but you've got, I, I really do worry that Wenger so, will kind of revert to the Giroud thing, which for me is the death of Arsenal football. I, I saw, Alan, that Giroud is available as, as high as something like 100 to one now to be top scorer 
in the Premier yeah. League. I think at a quarter, <laughs> do you know, each way for the first four. I think there's goals in Jury still this season. I wouldn't so, be staggered if Jury ended up with more goals than Sanchez. No, I, I've got a confession because I actually tipped him up at the start of the season because it looked it looked almost certain. We I, I did not know he had the false nine in his head with uh, Alexis mm-hmm. at all. Uh, the Alexis, well, actually, it's not a false nine. It's a, that's that's probably taking it too far. Obviously, playing him up front. Yeah. So I actually thought well. That's Giroud in for 38 games in this Premier League season, <laughs> and a, and a bigger, you know, he was around 20 to one at the start of the season. Bad, yeah. So um, that was still a reasonably good price. And I thought to myself, well, he was only three away from the each way places last year, and he didn't play many games. He was injured for exactly. Four months. So I thought to myself, well, look, it looks like he's got him set on these 38 games for the whole league title. So I, I tipped him up and backed him, mm. and now he's uh, available at four times the price. Yeah, so you either go in again or one, one. Uh, one against Liverpool, was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think he's on one. Sense. But everyone thought, uh, but Kishon is probably on more. <laughs> but Bill, surely do you do you do, you know do you prefer the team playing like they played? You know the the times we've played a real mobile, silky the silky football that, as Alan pointed out is is mm-hmm. the kind of is we're mythically renowned for, but actually in recent years we play very rarely. Yeah. We played against Leicester last year without him in the team. Mm-hmm. You know I keep, I've always gone on about this with Theo was up front that day. Yeah. You know with those kinds of play, I just don't think our more, our way way of playing suits him suits that kind of player. Yeah, no, I agree. I prefer yeah someone fast like against Basel. We looked amazing, didn't we? Yeah, uh, with Alexis. But he does. Yeah, against Burnley, if he, I think when it looked like there was like no plan B, he would have been quite good to bring on. I think that's sure. what Giroud should. Be. Would you keep him in the squad? Oh yeah, I'll keep him yeah. in the squad. Totally. See, I've always said oh, that. Course. I've hundred percent always said but that. Absolutely not first choice. No, definitely no, not. I'll try Perez. I'll try Alexis. I'd even. And I watched Jamie Carragher on on Sunday saying, you know, one of the reasons Theo's having such a good season is he's totally forgotten about the fucking playing up front thing. I'd even, I, you know, I, I'd, I'd still as an op- still an option rather than Giroud. I just don't think it's suits our, our style. The one thing we do disagree on is the Theo yeah. issue. <laughs> Giroud has not scored. He's not. Season, which oh, no. I good. thought so. Okay, so that 100 Callum to 1 Chambers, is looking. Callum Chambers has for Arsenal and he is probably Yeah, and he's not even there. Yeah. Yeah. You saw him actually, Chambers, he played against... I did, uh, yeah, I saw him... Um, Your favourite. I saw him play against uh, West Ham. Yeah, I, I, I thought I thought Chambers was okay. They didn't really test him at all. Um, it was quite easy for him to soak up what was... Uh, well, a guy that had played at right back, Antonio, and then played right midfield, actually played up front for 70 minutes for West Ham at the weekend. So um, he was marking a player that's not used to playing up front, and he'd managed to deal with it quite well. The the, the only time West Ham scored is the, that Pae dribble, which was an incredible goal. Oh, that yeah, was I, hope he, I hope he does well. And Wilshire had a couple of great chances for Bournemouth. Yeah, so the thing is, so managed to see him getting a goal. Really. Bournemouth manager, and the other Eddie Howe. The other Eng- Eddie, thank you. Eddie Howe, the other England um, contender, saying that Wilshire's nearly back to his best. Six to one third favourite, Eddie Howe. To, it, to, to, so to who's the current? The what's the current betting on the England manager? The current betting suggests that Southgate stays, but I right. just think that that's an unimaginative view from us bookmakers. Just saying, right? Well, let's just leave it as it is because the, no one else is taking uh, taking up any position in the market. Ralph Rangnick, who was uh, mm-hmm. at Red Bull Leipzig and Schalke and different places like that, no international experience whatsoever. There was a massive gamble for him last week because oh, wow. one of the FA sort of lower down directors had mentioned that he was someone that they yes, looked yes, at that, yeah. and he had impressed them God. in, um, in a, a presentation that he'd made to them at a conference once. And what so, was Arsene? <laughs> uh, Arsene was 
as big as 40 to 1 on the day that the front page story broke with Allardyce because that's a market that's up all the time next thing the manager it's not just right. it's not just something that we put out because that happened last week it just ex- always exists there's mm, yeah. there's an incumbent manager but there's always a market for the next manager so he was 40 to 1 and quite a dormant price for that and then obviously Allardyce goes the FA make nice noises about Wenger he Gives that interview where he's not non-committal and um, forty to one turned into five to one, so mm-hmm. he was uh, around third favourite. He's drifted a little bit since because there's not been much yeah. that's come but out. Do you answer Josh's question from earlier, which you didn't really answer? But would you? But what did you? What, would you like? But would you? What would you think if he? So say he's going to see out the rest of the season, obviously. Yeah. But then at the end. Whether I mean I don't think we're going to win the league. I mean I'd be amazed. I mean I think we're playing really well. We've played well for two games. That's great. But I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a hope in hell of us winning the league. Really. So well, it's uh, it's gone. <laughs> we're starting with an even numbered year, so we're not going to win the no. league. No, and and you know yeah. I just think Josh yeah. is shaking his head. Yeah. I've I've proven those stats time yeah, and time really again. Have. We underperform yeah. by seven Absolutely. points. Wow. When the season starts with an even number, because. We're not going into a major tournament where players are motivated and looking at getting into their international squads. That's doing Arsene Wenger's motivational job for him. We've only ever won the league under Arsene Wenger going into major tournaments. Going into major tournaments, we performed seven points better right. in all of those seasons. So, so taking an FA Cup, you know, a couple of years ago. Going well, that's not league yeah, It's not the league. So we're not, I, I'm firmly the belief. Do you think, if we've got, well, whether you think or not we've got a chance to win the league, say yeah. we don't, whatever, do it or don't, and he leaves and mm-hmm. gets, get, takes the England job, do you think that would all be a good thing? Do you think that would be a fitting way of him? I wouldn't like to see no? him as okay. England manager. That'd be weird. I don't, you know, England fans are annoying. I don't, I don't want, I love Arsene Wenger. I don't want him to be in that position of, the press being all horrible. I don't know. That'd be weird. I don't think he would. Could he get more stick from England fans than he gets currently from half the Arsenal? Well, it's a different kind of stick as England manager, isn't it? I think, like you've just said, it's it's that kind of stick where you'd want to sort of protect him from it, maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ian Wright... There's a lot of idiots. Yeah, Ian Wright (laughs) was good on... um, What was he he on Match of the Day? Where he said, don't do it, you know, he'd be be mad to do it. I just think... I think it'd be fascinating. I think... I mean, I don't think we're... You know, the dream would be we do win the league, and and then he... And I I think Perez said... Didn't he say Perez said that... Wenger told him if he won the league, he'd definitely go. And it'd be like, yeah, goodbye, everyone. This is mm. my final triumph. I, you were looking doubtful. No, but no, say- no, I think it's an odd one because do, do you think, I mean, it's going to happen one way or another over the next two, three years, maybe, maybe even this year. Mm. But do you think he's going to go out on a high or a low? Um, I, I'm guessing he'll go out on a low because I don't think, I think the high is too late. I think, I think, I don't think, I can't imagine, I can't conceive right now of a situation where, I mean, I know Leicester won last year, but yeah. where we end up winning the league over the City and all the other rivals are getting stronger with incredible managers, with, you know, exciting new ideas and spending a lot of money. I don't, I don't feel that we, that we will win the league in the next Do you feel more years, confident so. about the title challenge this season than at this point last season? No. No, I don't think right. we ever had okay. hope last season, but we should have done. No, but I mean, we, at this right. point last season. Oh, I see season. what you mean, yeah. right. Um, I think there was a brief flutter of a, a moment last year where I thought we could win the league, but only because we went on a really good run. But I don't, didn't really ever feel we could. Because the odd thing is, with, with, the, with the optimism that's been around our recent performances and yeah. the fact that we are up there and, yeah. you know, we're in third third position yeah. and we haven't conceded a goal since god knows when we're actually a much bigger price than last year when we had only th- oh, th- we had three three f- fewer points at this stage of the season but we're a much shorter price because man city has seen as such a, a dominant no they, team. they won they did the same thing last season didn't they 
Well, they yeah, they did start really well. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, exactly. it's, it's almost a carbon copy. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Liverpool are second favourites, aren't they? Liverpool are second favourites, so you, you would sort of replace them for the way... Um, I don't think United we've been quite happy with how things have gone so far. We've, we've lost once. You know, oh, no, after, after it's, it's gone games. really well. I mean, apart from the terrible start... If we replicate this form over the next, you know... 31 games We will win the league Yeah, yeah but we won't will we? I mean you know why, why do you think I mean Bilal Do you think we, Do you see Do you think Can you see us rep, You know You know What What is there Apart from we have got A better, a stronger squad mm-hmm. I, would, I would concede I would we concede better football boys What in two games I'd say in two um, games. I was with a, a friend of mine People forget We played really good been going A couple for of years, games years. last year And he said He came in after the Basel game It was the first time And he said He said a couple of years That he'd gone mm. to a game And come home smiling And enjoyed it and that hasn't happened. You know, even if we play well, even that Man United game last year was sort of three and a half time and, and done. The way we have been playing in that Chelsea game and that Basel game was, well, I, it, it was great. I yeah, mean, even the best, it was incredible. The best back-to-back back yeah, performances I've seen. Exactly. Definitely. So that is a positive sign because we haven't really had that. We've had great individual performances and some very strong results, Man City away and, and you know, but the quality of football we played against you know a decent opponent but, Chelsea and, so, and then what do you learn from the we haven't really talked about it but, so let's talk about the Burnley game where we weren't good at all were we so immediately Great. I we love failed. it I love the fact we went to Paris and we had a nice day trip you should have come boys um, and we were you know completely outplayed and we somehow mm-hmm. found a point I love the fact that against Southampton we weren't yeah. that brilliant and we won in the last minute I'm loving it oh, because no, what we've had we, for the last yeah. five years is where we've you know chance you chance do, chance miss it? Like, if this means if we click and, you know, Alan will tell you about goal expectancy in, in you know, in terms of betting mm. and creating opportunities. If we can sort of replicate that level of football we've been playing, you know, we'll, we'll score even more goals. You know, that Basel game should have been, you know, double, double. So we're, you know, we're the highest, we're the highest rated team in the division, even though, even though City have gone on this, this amazing run up to Sunday's game where they played, a, 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 dare we say, a good Tottenham team. Even though those two teams are performing well, we are as uh, Josh says we're at the, the top of all the, the goals expectancy but you you do need someone to finish it off I mean last season I think we were creating something like 22 chances per match at a period of the season where Giroud actually had his drought it was ridiculous right. we were you know we were negative on shot, shots on target to to creation so mm-hmm. some, someone's doing something right but maybe not Mesut because I well, saw that mm-hmm. as one of the points yeah, no assist yet this season. Yeah. There's only one in his last 16 leagues. He's games. been good though, isn't he? I mean, not the last game so much. Do, do you know? Do you know what I thought? I thought against Chelsea, he did something that if he if he'd actually bothered to do it against West Brom away last season, we might be sitting here discussing the fact that we, we're champions. But it's it's it, it's yeah, it seems he almost decides when. He wants to do the bits that people criticise him for. You have to be careful when you speak about Ozil. Yes, he's an amazing talent. Yes, he's a fantastic player. And yes, he, he will you know, go down as one of our best players, um, even if he doesn't stick around. But the things that people get annoyed about as the not, the not tracking back, it's not part of his game. No. But if he does, like he did against Chelsea, you yeah. suddenly see that he becomes the complete player that can't be criticised at all. Um, but against West Brom away last season, you know, I think we were 1-0 up. He doesn't track back. They get the equaliser. And then again for the penalty, he doesn't track back. And, you know, it's 2-1. So, um, again, what's making him on s- on Saturday against Chelsea say, do you know what, I am going to chase back, that 
that he didn't do at the Hawthorns last season. This, this is the this is the whole psychology of the team we're talking about here because it feels to me like a collective thing in a way. Like the, the now, I don't know about you, Bilal, but uh, in watching in in, those, in the two games that we played really well, there was the pressing thing. We were pressing mm. much more than we had done for years, and the tracking back and like Theo's a, a, a example. I mean, I, you know, not only yeah. is he scoring and he's looking like scoring and he's making and he's just involved mm. about 100% more yeah. than he was last season and it's just inc- and so it's the, the whole attitude it's a psychological attitude isn't it you just watch them you think why can't and I, I'm not convinced still so my question to you is are you convinced yeah. that they're going to keep that attitude was, week in week out I was just thinking do you not think if we don't have bad injuries this season and most of them actually stay fit for once don't you think we have a good chance in theory we should on paper yeah yeah. But I don't but what is it for me it's like I can't conceive of them having that level of performance, keeping up that level of performance week in, week out. I think it's too hard. You know, here's my theory, mm. right? I think all the we pl- when we played so well and, and 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 there was the pressing game and our attacking the fluid flowing movement and moving almost in Barcelona esque kind of groups of players moving up to, up to very quickly upfield mm. and being incredibly powerful and effective. To me, for that to work and click with us it takes a lot of concentration and relentless focus. And I'm not sure still if this team is psychologically capable of doing that every single week. And I, don't, I just don't think they are. I think it's too, take, and I think the Burnley game, I know it's only one more, but I think immediately I felt that they weren't at the same level but because that, it was Burnley. But isn't there. that a different thing? Because I saw, I think Mustafi, we haven't even mentioned him, but he was amazing. And the yeah. way that he played in that game, I saw a different thing that could also be a good psychological qualities and that's that grinding out and oh, yeah. the fact that he's got yeah. the rest of the, the team behind him but the Theo thing is very interesting because he said that something has clicked in his brain this season right yeah. and that's another frustrating thing it's yeah, like the no. Ozil thing like why well, why didn't you you know I know, I know. What, but better late if than never well yeah but why? It's just like they're why, motivating themselves. Why? Well, exactly. Right, and this is what I've said about this. Right. We only we do far better going into international tournaments because the team are more motivated to get into their international teams, so that the the performance level picks up without Wenger being. Well, why would that be an Arsenal thing? Well, it is. <laughs> Look at <laughs> there's 20 seasons worth of stats to say that Arsene Wenger teams in years that start on odd numbers perform seven or eight points better than than seasons because that start. We've only won three titles. So it's like we've won we we've won three of our six FA Cups in those seasons. The Champions League final so you mean that we've we got won three to six, or we haven't. Well, yeah, so but the, uh, the there are only three FA Cups in that column, yeah. and there's three FA Cups, three titles, and the Champions League final in the other column. And you got to mention League Cup finals. I mean, <laughs> this, the key point here, <laughs> the key point here is you've got ten seasons to compare with ten seasons, where the difference overall is seven points. It's something like twelve goals, seven points. The win ratio changes from about fifty two percent to But I'm to asking 48%. why why would that be an Arsenal issue rather than you could say, you know, because why are players at Man United not Because they've had the because way. they've had managers, managers the that, the that have managed to uh, uh, n- to not let the level of performance dip the way that clearly uh, I'm, you know, I don't I don't feel like I'm having a go at him again because I do love him everything. But he has let he has it, it's it, it's there for Theo said it. See, Theo yeah. said it. If you rip apart that interview, there's no part of it where you can say, well, hold on, why has this player been allowed to decide that he's now putting it all in? Why? He's actually said it. Mm. He's, he's, 
I mean, I, 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 I know a couple of non-league footballers. Okay, they've, they're never going to play in uh, the Arsenal team, and then you know, Arsenal players probably look at them and say, "Well, who cares what you think?" But one of them said to me, he said, "He said your players are the biggest con merchants out there because it's always up to them when they decide whether to perform." And that was a strongly held view by a decent mm. non-league player who's a captain. It was well, a captain it. at his wasn't club. It, isn't it Alex Brooker? Wasn't it Alex? Like, most we mentioned a thing in, in the Mourinho book. The Mourinho said when we that performance against yeah. City, Man City, the famously suddenly yeah. we played this brilliant tactical defend, not defend, not you know, was down to the players. The players. Decided to do it, play that way, but you can argue understand why Mourinho, with his view of England, oh, yeah, I'm like not that. saying, but I'm yeah. saying you okay, would be Tony, surprised. Tony Adams, autobiography 97 98, that was Adams and Keown tactical change after the Blackburn defeat. Yeah, you've mentioned that before. Yeah, I have, it's, it's, it's one of my key points. Do you think, Bill, do you think yeah. well, we're, I mean, it's, it's already 20 years. Uh, what did you see the, the Thierry Henry interview with him on Sky? Uh, yeah, a bit of it, yeah. I mean, I thought there was some, a few, I mean, it's only 15 minutes, but I thought it was so interesting. One thing was, there was a bit where Thierry was basically incredulous that he was saying how brilliant Sanchez, you're playing Sanchez up front and it's looking really good, yeah. you know, and, and Ben going, yeah, it does, doesn't it? And, they, and, and, it, and he was like, and you could see in Thierry's face and he practically said it, why haven't you, why have you persevered with Giroud and this, you know, yeah. and not bought, and it's like, and then just kind of like Schrodinger, oh, I don't know, yeah, I thought it'd be fine this season. Like, it was really interesting. Like, I just feel there's a level of almost like, I don't know a, a lack of intensity about him. I mean, I love him. I absolutely love him. But there is something. Oh, he's he's great. When we scored that win against Burnley, it was nothing I know it's brilliant. Than yeah, no, com- complete. But in that, I don't know. I just feel. I, I think that, that uh, I don't know. Do, maybe I'm, I'm being. Do you think I'm being unfair? I can't. Oh, sorry. Go on, about sorry I'm about Wenger about... that, that you know I, that we're, we're kind of saying the reason why that difference between having a perfectly good season, finishing second, third, or fourth, or whatever that we've been used to for years and years and years, and actually kicking on and winning, getting those seven extra points or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I think about so like with the Chelsea game. If you look at the third goal, yeah. you had Ozil and Sanchez, who are two players that are at the club because of Wenger. I think that's about- rubbish. That is absolute no? rubbish. I didn't. He, Sorry, t- didn't he call him up in German or something? No, like that's that? rubbish. That, that was oh. a that was a PR thing put out by the club, and I know Jeff maintains this constantly. Ozil was there for Real Madrid. We wanted we wanted another player, and they said, "Look, this is all we've got. If the bail deal goes through, you get him." And. Then they, the club come out with this ridiculous PR spin, saying, "I've always wanted to play for you." Always to play. They do it with every single player, and then I mean, every club. Yeah, does you that. Can't oh yeah, every club does it. Doing the signing. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I, d- I honestly don't think they're there because of him. They're not okay. there. Well, whether they are or not, carry on. Well, they're they're Sorry, but what, hang on. <laughs> I, I'd like to defend Bilal. They're here for. They may not be here for Arsenal. They're here for what Arsene Wenger has has done to Arsenal Football Club in the last twenty years. Where Arsene Wenger has put them on the map. Would they have come to Arsenal? If we were still the, you know, the club that Wenger arrived to, then, then perhaps not. Surely you have to credit Wenger, even if you don't think they are inspired by the current manager and his potential lack of tactics and man management. He is what, we, what the club is now. So surely the fact that we're capable of buying a 40 million player and attracting them, and he had other offers, there are other places he can go. When I have this argument, I'm not saying that they looked at it and thought, oh yeah, he's all right. <laughs> They obviously know him, and they obviously would like to go and play for him. But the point that I make is they didn't come just for him, right. okay? Yeah. And a lot of people make that point, and I think it's utterly ridiculous. We were offered Ozil as part of an emergency backup, and he came, and I have no doubt in my mind that he thinks Arsene Wenger is a fantastic manager. But 
there weren't many options on the table and we got him because of that. And any spin the club come out with, with, oh, there was a phone call, there was this, there was that, there wasn't. It's utter rubbish. Well, your point, Bilal, was <laughs> about Sanchez and Oza. Just the, I don't know, I was looking at the positives right. for Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Um, you were saying two of, the, two of the best players we've had in our history. Yeah. yeah and they've been, you know, attracted by a club that he has created. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> are you are you, are you seriously going with that line? He has created this. Well, he has created. I, mean, I know you're young lads, but here, the creator of the modern super club. Uh, listen, super. I know, I know you're both young, and you maybe don't remember other times, but this club has existed for more than twenty years. He has, of course, created. It has, but it hasn't become. You mean the, this version of the club? There's, there's a reason that, that Liverpool and Man United are more popular around the world because but, of what we could, weren't twenty years ago. But it, but it could be. It, there's too many ifs and buts in there, isn't there? Because he, he might not even be here. All right. What about that bloody goal that Koscielny scored? Was that so? Was that? Yeah. A, was that? Should that have been allowed? Who or not? signed him? Was it Wenger or someone else? Who signed him? Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> that was actually a good signing. Great oh yeah, it was a great signing. Yeah. yeah. Alan eventually, was a very good eventually, signing. Yeah. It took, yeah. did take time, took a while. Him, to, him and Mustafi are looking actually. They're looking uh, brilliant. Mustafi, excellent. Excellent. Hair, I think, is going to have to leave, isn't it? Mesut oh yeah, sure. The end of the season. I was sure. actually going to say. I mean, when you were speaking earlier, I was going to say we haven't mentioned Mustafi, and and he, he deserves credit for that. Up to now, from what I've actually seen, yeah, from what I've seen, definitely. he really yeah. does. Can I just say you, um, you'll verify this, this creation, creating the club thing, and yes, okay, we are where we are because of ten extremely good Arsene Wenger years that have now been able to, you know, foster the club into what it is now. No, no one's denying that, but please don't lose sight of what the whole club is. I mean, it's, it's silly to say that he's created a club and that this players are what our club is today. You mean this version? I, I, of yeah, course. No, but, and but, those ten first but, years... Uh, whoever's, whoever's at the club has created what the club is no, today. I don't, think, I don't think you could say oh, yeah, but I th- George Graham had the same impact on... Um, you know, yeah, in terms I, of taking us to a new commercial pow- football powerhouse. Oh, <laughs> Josh, football's changed completely. It's it's changed. I mean, even but don't you think even that- Watford have got the kind of revenues that they oh, no, couldn't no, have even dreamed that's about purely I mean. from uh, TV. But to defend, but you Josh, just said commercial. But to defend, Alan, listen. Okay, how about this? Though? <laughs> to defend, to, I think I know what Josh is saying. I, can't, I think isn't it? Isn't and this is what Nick Cornby I think was saying in that in that yeah. article. That isn't it true? Imagine. I mean, this is all ifs and buts, but I do think. That David Dean going out there and going, right, I'm going to get this guy from Grampus 8 yeah. 20 years ago. And he's kind of fairly immediate. Do you hear Wright said on something? He said it was like going from black and white to colour. Yeah. And that transformation of the way we played and all of that stuff. And it, I do think, like almost any other manager that we've got, wouldn't have had that same effect. I do think there was something incredibly special about that. And I do think that the story of what he achieved very quickly and what we won and how we won it and how we played and the players he signed did help create this current version of Arsenal which is which should be actually even more successful than it actually is of course on the field but this you know the, the, we, we could have been Spurs you know we could that's have exactly been exactly what I was going to say an, we could have been more of an also also and I, I think say? without him that's my feeling I do feel we are and of course you can't you, you can't, can't tell when you I can't tell, tell I do feel fairly were, firmly we were one of the we were one of the biggest clubs in the world oh, okay. years, and years and years ago. I mean, you, you can go back to the 30s. We were the biggest club in the no, world. No. Let's just so, rewind. You were I mean, about things the last... change about clubs. And, of course, the incumbent manager is going to be the one that 
<laughs> is the version of the club that you've got but at the Spurs moment. Spurs are still at White Hart Lane and, and have had 5,000 managers in the time it's we've had one. And, you know, it, uh, we were bigger I mean? than Spurs at the time, oh, though, I know. weren't we? So I know, but... Before Arsene Wenger, the 10 years before that, we, 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 we were, were far bigger We were in decline, weren't we? We were, fairly, we were playing some crazy boring football. We had ago, a terrible please. manager called Bruce Riach. 20 years ago, when I you know, was able to start going, and we had that 94-95 season where... Uh, the last time we came below Spurs in the league, and their attendances, I believe, that season were, were bigger than ours. And they had every opportunity. What, why the are they Bank not ours being, now? Sorry? The North Bank was being built, so they were much No, no, it now. wasn't. It was done by then. That was the, that was it was the done by then. season, It was it? done by then. It was earlier. North Bank was done by then. That was when I started going. And there was every reason. There's no reason we should have become what we've become ahead of Spurs. Spurs had... There was every reason. Look at the history of both clubs. This is a... This is a... Yeah, this I is a, I can't I believe this side moment. debate of <laughs> creation of the club. Hang on. They're he right he, he deserves credit for We had Bruce Rioch in charge and they at the time had yeah, a, a very good team. Yeah, but we achieved much more than they have historically before. before I mean, the George Graham okay, period, there's no equivalent of that Spurs. Okay, just because we're done. Right then, right there, we were a club that finished 13th in the Premier League or whatever. of course. So why is it that we have a divine right for the next 20 years to be much better than, no, no. than Tottenham. We, I, I'm open, but I, I, we don't, but nothing he's done will either shape that either way. Nothing Wenger's done will shape that. No, because we already are there. We already are there. So he, he, he's definitely improved it. Look around. He, he is a def, he's definitely a portion of the new stadium. All right? I don't go along with people saying he built it, but he's certainly responsible for at least a third of the <laughs> decision-making and the he's club that we the are. club level. Yeah, well, yeah. He's, he's responsible anyway, for right, Boyd not getting his drinks yeah, at the I think we've we got bogged down. I answer if you ask Bilal, what are you going to say? No, nothing. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't. <laughs> he's taken aback by the, we never the turning yeah, proceedings. We never answered the Koscielny goal. It was, it was fine. It should have, it should have stood, shouldn't well, it? I pointed this out straight away on the tweets between yes. myself, you and one of our friends. Um, it was brilliant. It, I haven't leapt around the living room like that. I haven't leapt around the living room like that for ages. It was like the better. last second, wasn't yeah. it? Because he only added on can't two get better. minutes. Yeah. And also, Wenger was funny, wasn't he? He said, I can't believe he did a short corner. That's what he was His yeah, post-post comments, yeah. he was like... And yeah, had no, the, brilliant the, head, nod, head down from Theo. Yeah, an extraordinary like to get Theo and an intelligent header. If any, uh, here's the question: If any other team had scored that goal against us, you would have been furiously been allowed, wouldn't it? But then, in hindsight, you can't be. He's not offside. Do you know what the referee kicked it onto himself, and it's not intentional. I think uh, uh, Josh is right because uh, Josh called it before anyone, and I'd actually backed Koscielny to get the first goal. So see Chamberlain running away. Oh, yeah. And I backed Koscielny at 28 to 1 to get the first goal. Mm. It's a bet that me and my brother have constantly. I mean, I, I don't so usually you, do you mug, get that mug bets like that. Yeah, yeah it was oh, but, but Chamberlain's running away. I'm, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. he didn't. But if he didn't, then <laughs> is it handball? So we're, we're looking at the incident. And I did think that it had actually come off Chamberlain's boot yeah, onto Koscielny's like hand. Mm. And, and it being the hand meant that it weren't a goal. But then immediately Josh put forward his theory and then a, uh, a ref... Um, well, but, but on Twitter, said, Gallagher, uh, Gallagher just said, yeah. he said, actually, the decision's right. I'm not sure how he came to it was right. I think the ref yeah, just got lucky yeah, with it. I think so, yeah. It all happened so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. He's given the goal, yeah. and then you end up seeing the replay going, oh, that yeah. was right. Yeah. It could just as easily have been wrong. But Did you assume it, it was so about quick. to be ruled out? 
Because yes. one that you yeah, don't totally. quite celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, and, and I think if my point was, if, even though technically it's right, I mean, it was handball, but it was accidental handball, mm. and he didn't know what the fuck was do- he was doing. There was no commentary in the club, in the pub that I was in, so Chamberlain's <laughs> running away, and then I think, On has Sky, he stopped? They, Why has he give stopped? Give Sky yeah. credit. They did point out that it did that Chamberlain didn't touch it pretty quickly. Yeah. They showed that in, in the Ultra HD. I was, you could see he didn't, he didn't touch it. But, they, and, but, and, uh, but I think there was, one of them was saying it shouldn't have been allowed because it was handball, but it, was, it wasn't deliberate handball. Well, was I going to say something? You look like you were. Oh, I was just Ultra HD. Yeah, Ultra you HD. It's good. I yeah. recommend it. Yeah, for football. It's brilliant. Cool. Yeah, yeah, no, that yeah, that feeling of that goal was... That was fun, wasn't it? That's yeah. why we're going to win the league. That's the sort of moment that makes you go, well, maybe. Well, we did the thing. We, we've we, done so what champions what we do, do and we've won when we shouldn't have done we, it. We had a last-minute goal, a brilliant exciting last-minute goal last year where that's against Southampton and where everyone got overexcited oh, and started, Leicester Leicester, Leicester, yeah. started doing selfies on Instagram and everyone thought we'd won the league. And of course we weren't going to win the league. This wasn't the same, Leicester. though. Well, similar. I mean, no, no. it's incredibly exciting that we... Oh, no, Leicester, Leicester was bigger. Because it was our yeah, rivals. Right. Yeah, Leicester was our rivals at the time and it felt like momentum could shift. Yeah. Anyway, we're kind of running we've out. We've got international time. break coming up. We've got an interesting, boring international break. So I guess we have to do, kind of have to predict what's going to happen against Swansea at home on wow. Saturday the fifteenth, and against Ludgorets. Yes, Swansea have set them up. Yeah, we'll be yeah. Oh, we, we bet on the we'll Tuesday. Oh, yeah, on the, all right, just Swansea. Uh, Monday, just so Swansea. Swansea have got the first ever American manager yeah. in the Premier League, Bob Bradley. Bob Bradley. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was obviously done very quick, wasn't it? No time for a market to get up, presumably. Adam. No, not at all, because the announcement was the sacking and the appointment <laughs> in the same <laughs> thing. So, cost us all our revenue that we like from our uh, manager markets, which are great. Um, and Ryan Giggs being being told that yeah. he was unimpressive in the interview. I, that I is think, incredible. Uh, yeah, isn't it? someone should say it like it is about Ryan Giggs. And if it takes uh, yeah. a leak from I mean, one of the Swansea board right. members to say it, yeah. then too right. He yeah. is and he was massive, fan, uncharismatic. He? He's not yeah. a nice person either, isn't he? Well, I don't think he is. I mean, look at his backstory. If, if John Terry does the kind of things that he does, or any yeah. other player, there's a bit of a northern bias going on with Ryan Giggs. I think. Oh no, media. I agree with you. I think. I mean, I think you know, I, he I does all those know. things, and nobody no. nobody says a word about him. But he doesn't look like management. A Londoner like John Terry. No, no, no it's fine. I mean, I, by the way, I'm not saying on this podcast that I love John Terry. I'm just <laughs> yeah, 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 comparing the way the stories get. Uh, yeah, what do you think is going to happen against um, Swansea? Swansea Bilal? Uh I think we'll win quite easily, like two 0 Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. yeah. Alan? Um, Bradley is is known for being quite a, an organised coach, and he's going to have. Um, a longer time to actually work with the team because of the international break, which I don't, I don't think it favours us because we're playing well at the moment. Mm. I don't think it favours us because they've got a new manager in that's going to be drilling them all week. Um, well, actually, what, what's he got? About 10 days until yeah. till the game. Yeah. So um, that might count against us in terms of smashing them 4 or 5 nil. but I still think we win 2 nil. worried we'll get some injuries over the international. Uh, well, just always happens. Never, it? Yeah. Just always happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem for me, is that, you know, thinking, assuming that, you know, what's happening in the last couple of games is going to carry on well. I mean, you know, it just takes one injury, doesn't it, to Sanchez or Theo so, or... He's got a couple of to, And then Sanchez. Giroud comes in and we're yeah. back where we were last year. And it's I feel like that Sanchez has got two chilly games. Two games, yeah. Um, That's what I don't like, this but look, the flights yeah. and everything I think else. I know they're well looked after. after. We've got now, listen, we've got Swansea, <laughs> then we've got Middlesbrough, and then we've got Sunderland. Oh, yeah, it's a run we should be... I'm reading in the middle of that in a cup. I mean, this should be a good October, in theory. That's why that win was so important. Yeah, because you, you know what happens in November, our win ratio drops to yeah. <laughs> twenty. You don't. But Alex, I didn't ask you. you don't and November gonna, in an odd year or whatever it is. You don't think? Oh, you know. You, you obviously don't think we got Josh, Josh. No, no. I know. You, you. I mean, understand. Josh, the all these angle. things are there. They're there. 
you know, I think this is a year there will be disproved. I'm going to send about eight spreadsheets to Josh tomorrow so that he can interrogate them. Are you not just saying this for the sake of maintaining your reputation as a positive... Um, you genuinely think we're going to win the league, do you? Or? No, if you Hannah Hart, I don't think oh, we can okay, win the. Right. We, we will win the no. league, but there's. I, we can I win think the league. we're in a. We yeah, we're really competing. Oh, and I mean, I think we, we could compete. And we are in a better. Just, yeah. I, th- yeah. I, I think if you'd have said, look, seven games in, having signed a few players later than we'd have liked, to yeah. only be two points behind Man City, it started off. Oh, yeah. Do you know the better question? Delighted. The better question is who do you think <laughs> is going to stop us from winning the league? Because when you start to look, City going into that game against Tottenham. Mm. A few people were writing them off. I know it sounds ridiculous. Right, but them off or City, no, no, no. City, yeah. But City's, City's um, wins had all been against sides in the bottom seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they hadn't actually played anyone. And I, I've said it about Arsenal a lot of times. You know, we'll come in and yeah. it's the fixture list that's handed us good form, not actual mm. real good form. So I don't think they're as good. I mean, Tottenham proved it, so I'm speaking in hindsight here. But I don't think they're as good as everyone thought as they marched off onto that. So... Mm. I think it could be very much like last season. It really could. There's an opportunity there to go and win the league because it won't be... Everyone said that this would be the hard year and we blew the chance last year. (laughs) The evidence on all performance stats and everything else from all the teams is it's not. It's going to be very similar to last year. So if we keep it up and... Yeah, everyone's got carried away seven yeah. points. Everyone's got carried away City, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. They're going to run away with it. I'm actually Someone ending on a very we... positive note by okay. saying we could we could win this league. Oh, we could amazing. win this league. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is where we're going to end. I've gone um, on for 50, 54 minutes. I'm leaving. Shanatova to all uh, listeners of uh, Jewish persuasion. Yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Alan, Bilal, uh, Psychic Josh, and we'll be back on in about uh, two weeks' time. time. Cheers. Bye. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 